0: What's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not gonna hold you on this P Valley review. That's right, we're getting down in the valley, y'all. So without further ado, let's get into
1: it. Hey, girl, hey, hey.
0: Hey girl, what's going on?
1: Oh nothing but gas prices.
0: But whatever. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're up and they're stuck.
1: <laughs> yes are, honey, okay.
0: It's ridiculous. Uh how how's your summer kicking off?
1: So far so good. Can't complain at all. How's yours?
0: Yeah, not bad. Not too bad. Um these flight prices though. Insane. I don't know where else I'm gonna go, but, um, yeah. yeah be the bed,
1: that's where I'll be going, okay? You'll be in the bed. Yeah, so that's where I'm going, with the way <laughs> these prices are. I don't have time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're back, you know. Most of uh, our our listeners are used to us talking about love, life, or love during lockup but uh we're going down a new path now we're about to get down in the valley
1: we're pussy land okay <laughs> <laughs> yes the
0: yes so we are embarking on a journey with p valley this is season two we're gonna get into episode one pussy land Mm. But um, before we get into it, let's do uh, a quick recap of season one uh, for those that are familiar or, you know, those that just might want to hear us kiki about the show. But you're like, what the hell is going on with a P-Valley? So the show starts off with um, a character named Autumn Knight who pops up in Chukalisa, Mississippi, Mm-hmm. Um, she seems to have escaped something mysterious You know like a hurricane situation Or something She was on a run
1: Yes on the run from like a domestic violence Relationship right
0: Yes yep mm-hmm. And so she pops up at uh, The Pink uh, Looking for an opportunity to dance So at, down at the Pink We meet Uncle Clifford Who uses she her pronouns I'll use she her pronouns for Clifford But, um, you know, just a a really flamboyant, you know, fabulous being um, who runs the pink, has a book full of rules, (laughs) has a great...
1: Okay, I can't keep up, but I'm going to follow all of them.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, Great wardrobe, great wigs, lots of one-liners, very quick-witted, and has been running the pink for a long time. Um, But things are getting a little rough okay the pink is in danger of being sold to the highest bidder
1: and that's yes that's just what it is
0: <laughs> yes uncle clifford is loan money um there are some other folks in the town that are trying to bring more revenue back to the town so they want to build a casino that's going to be waterfront the pink is blocking that property <laughs> so we've got some stars coming out of the pink though we've got mercedes who is their head girl Uh, She was just about to age out last season, so that made her, what, 26, 27?
1: I don't know what stripper age is. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) In
0: stripper years, she was done, but she was trying to do...
1: Gas prices are, baby. It sounds like I need to bring my ass out of retirement or something. I don't know. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) There's no limit on stripper ages anymore, but at the time um she was about ready to retire um and then we had miss mississippi um another great dancer but someone who's actually in an abusive relationship with a racist white man yeah and um in season one they had gidget who was kind of the token white girl who was really tight with miss mississippi Mm-hmm. So then you have Autumn Night that comes into the mix. You know, they all are definitely constantly giving her a heavy side eye. Mercedes is like, What's up with this new bitch? Um, Mercedes also has uh, to deal with her mother, Patrice.
1: Ooh, a, a tr- I don't like her. She plays this character so well because I don't like this lady in real life.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Uh-huh.
0: Yes, her mom is a Christian hustler. She is essentially laundering her daughter's money through the church to keep them afloat, to keep a good name and to eventually get her own church space. So she's stealing from Mercedes. Um, Mercedes wanted to pour her money into a gym uh, for girls to dance and, you know, to kind of remain athletic in the town and her mom, you know, stole her money. And I'm not sure if she stole the space as well to create her own church. I think she did, I think she
1: did. That's messed up.
0: Yeah, so her mom is, you know, a mess. And um, like you mentioned, Autumn Night, she escaped an abusive relationship. So um, as the season went on, you could tell she started to empathize with uh, Miss Mississippi and her situation. Um And just kind of let her know Like hey if you got to do what you got to do You know She was keeping the toolie in a In a uh, locker I think letting her know if you needed it You could find it there Um, Other things going on In the town of Chukalisa Chukalisa <laughs> So the mayor Again looking to attract an, a casino uh, He wants to tear that club down And build a waterfront property Um, the mayor had a really long, fancy name. I don't remember it. You'll have to forgive me. (laughs) Um, there's a family of white brothers that lives in the town. Uh, their last name is Kyle, I believe. And they grew up rich. They definitely give off like direct descendants of whatever local plantation there was. Absolutely. (laughs) Lots of access to money. And they actually, of course, have a biracial half brother. Who is um, A product of their father And likely one of the maids Or someone who You know was on the grounds As, as time went on And he wants his fair share And he definitely want, feels like The best way to get a good chunk of money Is to get in on this casino mm-hmm. um, So that was kind of a storyline um, Then we meet um, Diamond A.K.A. Premium Drake <laughs> Girl, um, He is one of the bodyguards for the pink um, He seems to You know have some strong emotions towards Miss Mississippi And they seemed mutual Ish in season one But you know that racist baby daddy Wasn't letting her You know go anywhere And we see The racist baby daddy On one of the last major nights in season one Murder night he comes up to the club, and um, him and Diamond get into it. And he calls Diamond and all the other black folks at the club, gutter niggas. So, of course, mm. Diamond really, you know, gets in that ass. And Miss Mercedes pulls the gun, and but she points it at Diamond because... No, not
1: Mercedes.
0: Oh, sorry, Miss, Miss Mississippi. Yeah,
1: Mercedes' ass was locked up. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> right, because mercedes lord she got into it with her mama
1: rightfully so beat that ass because for stealing money
0: yes that she
1: shook her ass to make
0: right okay worked hard carrying the club so mm-hmm. so yes it's a lot it's a lot that went on the last night of the the first season which was murder night so that brings us to Lil murder who is a local rapper um He finds an opportunity to debut his music at The Pink um, Lil Murda is a DL nigga uh, Or on the down low um, Because he makes a connection with Uncle Clifford And that is kind of his way in um, He makes a connection as well with like the DJs and everything He's shopping his music for sure But he's able to take things just uh, another step farther Because he connects with Uncle Clifford But you know after they Kind of start to have a little ship, he actually winds up Going viral um, He has Murder Night Performs with Miss Mississippi By his side um, He attracts a deal And then he kind of flips the script On Uncle Clifford because Uncle Clifford actually told Lil' Murder, You know we need to remain very much uh, Behind closed doors even though Lil murder claims he was willing to go public i don't know if he really thought that all the way through but that's what he said he wanted to do uncle clifford was not really with that so as Lil Murda is now potentially getting a deal and about to sign and go major uncle clifford comes into the space where he is working on this deal and seemingly is a little bit flirtatious and Lil murder is like hey we in here about that business Shrugs Uncle Clifford off And then of course that was it So That was the end of their relationship You know at the end of season 1 And there's also of course some folks that are very um, Suspicious Of Lil' Murder and what he has going on Because again we're talking about Mississippi so (laughs) Right So So yeah um, at the end of season 1 On Murder Night You know, there are some folks that are in. So, actually, Autumn's ex-husband is able to track her down. He knows that she has taken money from him um, as she has been on the run. And essentially, if I remember everything correctly, you know, somebody was killed in that club. And it wasn't Autumn Night. And it wasn't Mercedes. And it wasn't Uncle Clifford. And it wasn't, you know, (laughs) all of these people... So we are kind of left with a club that has had, you know, very much like a shoot 'em up players club experience on mm-hmm. a big night. And the club is left, you know, about to be put on the on the auction block. So they all go down to the courthouse to attend an auction to see who's actually going to to own it going forward. And lo and behold, Autumn Night um, arrives and is able to outbid everyone, including um, a guy named Andre. Um, who essentially is working as a lawyer And trying to help secure this casino deal With his godfather who was the mayor And um, he, she out uh, Autumn outbids all of them Buys the pink for $250,000 And you know the pink lives To see another day So that is a download of season one Anything else that I missed? Mm, nope that sums it up Okay. Yeah. Right. So a lot going on. Lots of characters, lots of, I would say pretty good character character development. Some characters I was way more invested in than others, but oh, <laughs> right. Like who?
1: Yeah. Who's your fave?
0: Um, I really like Miss Mississippi. I feel like I just, I feel for her. I think she definitely has one of the um I don't know I don't want to say desperate like more desperate characters but it's definitely a lot that she goes through and you see her in some desperate scenarios and she's just so pretty (laughs) and she's (laughs) like right she's good at what she does and it's like I like I just wish she could be in a better situation and then of course I love Diamond aka Premium Drake so I'm like girl stop playing but Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anyway how about yours who's your favorite character
1: autumn night because she's so fine it's like my girl crush <laughs> <laughs> i like yellow holes <laughs> but yeah, she's my favorite and i like that she's from the uk um like in real life like, like a british getting, bitch <laughs> yes like we uh, we are getting so many like actors and actresses that are not from the United States, and we would never know it. Um, off topic a little bit, but a lot of it. My, uh, I just found out that one of another show that I watch, Yellowstone. One of the characters from there is actually British, and I'm like, I never knew that. I like somebody sent me a video yesterday of the interview that she did, and I was like, Get the fuck out of here! Like, yeah, like <laughs> so isn't he- the one
0: guy from Atlanta British? Snowfall um oh the guy from Snowfall is British too yes girl yes absolutely yes. there definitely is just a diversity in the casting yeah which I'm I'm cool with it sometimes the accents though I'm like ah.
1: but I don't it's like I never catch these accents like ever so it's like it's always so surprising
0: i think it's only because like once i found out for for example like that autumn night is from the uk i'm like yeah she don't sound southern like i thought she did you know but it's probably just me being overcritical at that point because you can't really fake a mississippi accent that easily so (laughs) that's that's true so so yeah okay but yeah so we have our faves um okay yeah and for the record no paperboy is not from the uk sorry um (laughs) all right so with all that being said we've set everything up so now again let's get into season two episode one so
1: pussy Mm -hmm. land
0: so uh, i've got lots of great notes so uh we'll just run it down and you know we'll talk more about the good stuff but we open up the episode with the scene of a You know, some kids having a birthday party in an apartment. There's a woman that is, of course, trying to get them to keep their shit together. Mm. And there's a man sitting watching TV, not engaging in what is going on, which...
1: At all.
0: Niggas. So, (laughs) of course, he's like, let me find a way to get up out of here. So, he's like, oh, I'm about to essentially run down to the corner store. He'll be back. So... Mm. He leaves, and he gets down to the corner, and you see to the left, there's a billboard that um, uh, St. Patrice, Mercedes' mama, has got put up in the town for her new church experience. To the right, you see a girl that is spinning a pink arrow, and it is advertising for a car wash, chicken wings, and titties. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then he takes a ride and rolls up to what has now been dubbed Pussyland, Pussy which is a car wash experience like none other. At all. So Autumn Night's taking the money. Big L is there with her at the door. They've got pretty much a, a three three option menu where you can get your car washed. You can get the and some wings. You can get that full experience. For $100 So of course he gets the full Experience And they essentially Have have the guys roll through um, A car wash And the girls are set up Dancing around The car Um, Of course Uncle Clifford is not going to skip An opportunity to put that shit on (laughs) And introduce
1: things (laughs) Every time He does not play Every single time (laughs)
0: <laughs> so of course the guy's like oh hell no but you know it was like just a brief intro relax and then it's on to the rest of the girls performing so
1: the, the dark stripper shoes i was like look mm-hmm. where do i purchase okay but for, for bedroom purposes only <laughs> <laughs> yes Those dark heels, i was like all right Uh, Season 2 this is how we're kicking Things off yes
0: it was um, It was definitely very Cool and then of course the main Attraction is Mercedes on A carousel horse doing Doing a full routine She's got you know Her hat on her boots on Giving you everything, and of course, like the scene kind of continues to climax until the the guy does, essentially. Ooh. And Mercedes is spinning around on the pole with her legs spread out and she has like um what are those little those sprinkler lights on the boots at this point? Like giving it too okay it was a full show i was like you better bitch
1: (laughs) yes indeed i
0: loved it it was so good so you know at that point all right show's over here's your chicken here's some wipes to clean up your car and your mess and now you're on your way and this is how they have been making money since the pandemic has hit and everything has been shut down
1: boom a touchless car wash
0: right like (laughs) so genius because how else are you going to make money? I mean, P-Valley, like any other strip club, was close contact. And it uh, apparently, right in Mississippi, it seems like they're following some level of a accurate storyline. Um, things were shut down. So they were not allowed to shake any ass inside of the building. So they had to come up with an alternative, and they did that.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Well, it was a good idea. It definitely
0: like it. was. Definitely was. So everybody's collecting their money at the end of the night. Um, but it's rough in these streets because they split the money. And we see Mercedes checking her account. She in a negative. Ooh, Asking if they sent all her money. Autumn's like, yeah, we did. So mm-hmm. now she's like, well, I should be getting paid more essentially because I am the main attraction. Of course, that always ruff, ruffles feathers, and I feel like that's kind of been her core line, like
1: forever. And I'm low key sick of it because she's yeah. still here. So, I mean, I get what she's saying; she has a valid point as well. But, Miss Ma'am, <laughs> like you didn't did your last dance. Well, you did not but then <laughs> you know you need this money. So, just because you're hard up, don't just stop.
0: Yeah. Stop. Right. It's like, how long are you gonna let us know that you're the HBIC, but you're still here? Like <laughs> they there's a little bit of tussle there, and then we see uh Lil Murda's music video is now on television and Keyshawn is dancing, or Miss Mississippi. Um, she is dancing in the video. So emotions are still running high when it comes to Lil Murder and Keyshawn, of course. Uncle Clifford feeling the shade from uh little murder and um, Mercedes feels a type of way towards Miss Mississippi because she pulled that gun on diamond in the club.
1: Right. I think everybody feels a way toward um, Mississippi for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. As they should though. Like girl, what? Right. After we have to watch this baby and, you know, do the most. Right, And later in the episode So there are two kids I thought she only had one baby And now in this season They're showing two at the house Yeah she has two Ooh baddest man honey mm-hmm. And when was it always two Like did she have one during COVID like What the no, hell is going on
0: No she always had the two Cause I feel like they may have Briefly made a point about her Getting pregnant by him again
1: oh okay 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 Very you know good. like you you
0: basically already were in a tough spot with this man and then you got pregnant again
1: that's what they do
0: all right I'm like tell his oldest this time right.
1: right sounds about right
0: yeah so so after that we see Uncle Clifford and Autumn going back and forth in the little office area because they keep not getting approved for a small business loan and
1: the ppp (laughs)
0: law the ppp right so you know they start breaking down basically like okay how do we get from 250 to like i think he said 20k okay yeah so you know you got to pay the girls you have to pay to get the um car wash up and running the pussy land set up um and uncle clifford mentioned having to pretty much put the pink back together after there was a shootout and someone got you know bled out in there
1: and he had to pay the loan like with the money that he owed which was like 50k right
0: okay yeah they did mention another 55k right because the autumn night said that's what she had to cover up off top right right so bills that needed to be paid it was bills that needed to be paid but ultimately there was still a gap in there but i mean right once you broke it all down like to the point where i think once uncle clifford mentioned how they had to put that uh club back together i was like oh yeah we can't forget about that part absolutely so honestly it's just not a lot of money to go around and Autumn Night is definitely feeling like, well, I'm the owner, you know, I call the shots and all of that, and Uncle Clifford is just like, "Well, bitch, <laughs> you know, there's still a lot of what it she said, "Well, it don't make no sense being the richest bitch in the graveyard." That was the quote for me for the week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, but that's like what business owners go through. Like people think, oh, it's this and it's that, but it's like their overhead, you know, like they have to pay bills, they have to stay afloat, they have to get inventory, you know, whatever the business may be. Like, it's not just all peaches and cream, like right. most people from outside think it is.
0: Right. Especially when you had been running a club like Uncle Clifford
1: had been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ghetto way. Right?
0: <laughs> Right, there was a lot of backed up bills, so so yeah, but
1: that so, he inherited from his is that his grandmother he lives with? Yes. That's Loretta Divine, right. So he inherited those bills from her when she had it. So it is what it is.
0: Right. So then we see all of the other folks are starting to get a little bit loud back outside. So Autumn Night and Uncle Clifford go back outside. And they find out that The restrictions are going to be lifted In Mississippi the next week So they can finally open the pink back up So They're all you know They're ready for that Then we cut to Atlanta Where Andre lives The, the godson to the mayor And mm-hmm. He's out there with his wife And this is where we learn that his wife Is an essential worker I don't know if she's a doctor or a nurse she works mm-hmm. at the hospital mm-hmm. and she comes home and goes into uh, essentially what they've set up as a basement apartment or, you know, at least a Lisa space where she can use the shower. She can put all of her clothes into biohazard bags. This is the height of, of the pandemic. Um, and she's trying to avoid getting her husband sick. So she has a little fridge down there. He has not restocked it. So she goes up and has to actually go into the house yes for the almond milk (laughs) (laughs) for some (laughs) almond milk right and andre is basically sitting there playing video games and so you know you can tell she's frustrated because she is at work all day as an essential worker basically risking her life and she can tell he's just not really up too much like You know she realizes his phone is on the counter He ain't been answering anybody's calls all day And this is when He realizes he has missed a call From his family In Mississippi and finds out that His godfather has passed away
1: Yeah, From COVID
0: From COVID right because as they The news was airing um, That they were lifting restrictions They also mentioned that the mayor Had unfortunately passed from COVID
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So Um now he's got to call, you know, the family back and
1: everybody but Trump was passing from COVID.
0: Girl, <laughs> <laughs> right, we won't, we won't get into it, but uh, somehow that seems to be the case. Yeah. So finds out that his godfather has passed away and he's finding out, you know, how he can get down and come be there to pay his respects and his wife is pretty much begging him not to go yeah but i think we all know it's not just paying the respects to the godfather it's also an opportunity for him to lay eyes on autumn night
1: absolutely
0: so right (laughs) so he's gonna make a way so he goes back down. Um, we just get a little quick uh, blurb of Miss Patrice uh, Mercedes' mama. You know she's still pretending to be uh, a saint and she's doing a food bank for Girl. for the people. Pissing me off. Using the Lord,
1: right? <laughs> for her dirty.
0: Selling a CD or putting a CD in the box with it.
1: Okay, I'm like, now what's she find this at? A CD, honey. Okay. <laughs>
0: Right. Cuz this is real time now. Used to handing out CDs, ma'am. Okay. I don't know if that was a sermon or a collection of songs, but that's what she had going on, but that kind of segues into um a scene with Lil Murda um in the trap basically. He is
1: I know. All- yes. Basically, yes. <laughs> that's exactly where he was in the freaking trap house that Gucci Mane was talking about, okay? <laughs> Girl, it looked the fool in there. I was like, girl, oh goodness. <laughs> yep, so
0: he's in there making beats um, with the former DJ from The Pink.
1: DJ Never Scared.
0: DJ Never Scared. Mm-hmm. I think that was his name. Hey, we're rolling with it. <laughs>
1: i think so but okay
0: yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> yes Lil murder and dj never scared are you know in the in the trap in the stew making beats for Lil murder's new song and he's like you know i don't know like it's not snapping yet and then you know Lil murder pulls out the pots and the pans and the utensils and goes off you know with some additional little uh what do we want to call it just some uh, additional trouble in the beat <laughs> yes, yes. because Lil murta the actor who plays Lil murta is a drummer in real life really mhm he went to north carolina central if i'm not mistaken
1: Mm. Okay, okay, I'll see you, little martyr.
0: hmm And he was a part of the drum line, so, so I and it was funny because when he started to snap, I'm like, okay. And I was like, that's right. He's a drummer, of course.
1: Couldn't have been fam you. We'd have we would have been hooting and hollering. <laughs> uh <laughs> let somebody from our band had did that. That thing would have sent us. Right. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. You know, we be too ready to say everything that needs to be said. Yes, J. Alphonse Nicholson, he is a drummer in real life. So he was able to lay down, you know, a quick beat. Cause it was like um DJ Never Scared was like, Oh, let me find out you don't need a nigga. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. I do something
0: so so yes um you know he's essentially like all right like what do i need to do to get about this bitch right that's the song that's what it's about and yeah. this is also um a moment when we realize that he is uh, still trying to get back in touch with with uncle clifford but um <laughs>
1: Or was it the opposite? Was it Uncle Cliff? I think Uncle Clifford reached out to him first, right? Like, Dag, I haven't talked to you since that night. It's been five months. I thought that was Uncle Clipper reaching out to him. Am I mistaken?
0: Mm -mm. Well, from what I saw, he sent the note to Uncle Clifford like, you know, basically, so I haven't heard from you in all this time. And when he scrolled back up, the last message I thought that Uncle Clifford sent to him was... You know, it's murder night. Are you ready? And then after that, there was no messages sent. And then the next message sent was from Lil' Murda. And it says, sorry. And then he kept messaging for them five months and never got a response.
1: Who kept messaging? Lil' Murda. Was messaging Clifford and never got a response. Oh, yeah, because he was wrong. Okay, you're right. That makes sense. Okay.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So
1: way to spend on them uncle clifford right i fold it i be folding with these niggas sometimes (laughs) i would have folded in the panorama (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) but um yeah so so there's that and then he has a right he's literally still trapping out of this house so he goes and like you know sells a little sack and then has, like, a weird drive-by situation. A
1: little sack. That's what that was. Let's be clear. He, he sold a little sack, okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not moving bricks.
1: No, no, no. But, yeah, so what
0: was up with the dudes that rolled up on him?
1: I thought it was a little beef, okay? I was like, what's going on here? But he was like, Well, you going to make some more music, you know? And he was like, it's coming. But then a the dude in the back seat leaned forward. I was like, what's mm. going on? and you know in the whole time we saw a little murder um reaching his back pocket well not the pocket but reaching that waistband
0: mm-hmm. with
1: where the glock was and i was like okay what's about to happen here but nothing they rolled off
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know though that dude in the back you know with the light eyes
1: and i was like yeah, he, he gonna have to get up out of that. You can't stay right here. They know where you live, right? <laughs> Basically, the ops on your ass. <laughs>
0: Basically, in conclusion, right? Like it was the ops. They were they were letting him know that they are on to him. So I don't know, right? I was like, this is a little weird, but but I mean, there was that.
1: It, let's give us Chicago. I was like, this is intense. They're about to start shooting. What's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> oh man right so so yeah
0: from there um we go back to Mercedes house where Autumn is staying with her and Autumn's sleep is disturbed because Mercedes has had enough of not busting a nut
1: B <laughs> first of all I thought Mercedes was in there with somebody so uh, Autumn night comes knocking on banging on her door and then turning I said oh this is a hating ass bitch <laughs> trying to get us some dick and you out here banging on doors but come to find out there was no no she was in about herself making all doing all that hooting and hollering <laughs> I said girl that thing got good So now that rose toy ain't now nah, it's good now okay okay However, I'll be in here hooting and hollering. I was like, Mercedes.
0: Right. I definitely thought she had somebody in there. And I was like, okay, it's probably been a long time, you know.
1: Girl. No, she was in there by her, by her lonesome, by her lonely. Right.
0: With her, her plastic, purple plastic, as she said.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, <laughs> um,. You know, Autumn is trying to basically breach the topic with her, you know, about auditioning for more girls. And her stance is we need more girls. We need fresh blood. We've lost people. We're about to open up. You know, we need to make sure that we have enough girls to make money and actually draw people in. But Mercedes still kind of stuck in this, you know, this starring role doesn't want there to be essentially anybody else to have to split the pot with. Girl. But it's like, I forgot to your mention.
1: Shoulder, right, your shoulder hurts, girl. <laughs> Thank you. That's get what I'm about to old say. old bitches need help. Old hoes need help. Okay. These young girls come help you
0: Right? Like, you already still gonna be, you know, the headliner and the the last girl on stage every night, at least for a little while. Like, but somebody is going to have to be there to replace you. And like we already mentioned, Miss Mississippi gone. Gidget is gone. So somebody has to step in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but she's not happy about it. So that is what it is for that time. So then meanwhile, we cut over to Miss Mississippi's house. And she is going live. So she has set up a room in her house so that she can dance on instagram live and send people to her website i assume an only fans or something of that nature she's Girl. got endorsements going she's selling tea
1: <laughs> of course
0: and you know she's able to curate that experience just like anybody else right make it look picture perfect in front of a camera then- at home
1: this is what the girls were doing during COVID. i'll say, you know what all the strip clubs closed then and- All the girls was getting their OnlyFans on. They was Mm -hmm. selling lip gloss. They were becoming entrepreneurs real quick. Yep. (laughs) So everybody had to do what they had to do.
0: Right. It was definitely like a a very accurate, seems at least accurate depiction of like what people decided to do during the pandemic. So, you know, as soon as that dance is over, though, she takes that wig off because at this point... (laughs) You're not at the club, so you have time to decompress. You are at home, so you just got to open the door and go into the kitchen to get water where her racist white baby daddy is there with, yeah, there are two kids because you're right. I forgot about the older one, but I definitely remember them saying like she got pregnant again, but I think a lot of the focus was around the the, old, the youngest baby at first because she was Still so new. Like, she was breastfeeding.
1: Yes. Right.
0: So, you know, it's just another situation where we see that she is in, like, a, a real live abusive relationship. Um, He's very controlling. You know, he's like, oh, you had, you know, over 400,000 views that time. She's like, yeah, did you see it? He's like, I watch everything. You know, he just... He- He's letting us know that he's watching your every move he knows everything you have going on he knows when her cycle is he knows how many diapers there are child it's just she's not able to move freely
1: a motherfucker that sit at home all day and don't go to work or nothing so yeah you gonna sit up and just notice every little thing i do go find you some business
0: right well that's that is worth pointing out so the car shop closed down, apparently. And, you know, so he's not working. So in her mind, she's telling him, oh, this is all temporary. You'll be able to go back down to the car shop. And then I'll be back in front, you know, of a crowd. And he's like, no, you're good at home. And that's when you can just kind of tell, like, this is not going to be a good situation. Like, Right. It's not what she wants. That at all. So, but it's making her money for right now, and it's it's garnering her that fame, which we also know she wants. Like she loves to feel like people, yeah, she likes the crowd. She likes to feel like people are pressed about her, even though it's unfortunately, you know, putting her in a dangerous situation with her man.
1: Right. So, yeah. it's always ass nigga in the mist. Right. <laughs>
0: So then we're back to the pink. Uncle Clifford and Big L are putting finishing touches on the pinks so that they can open back up <laughs> at the end of the week. Um, and Autumn Night comes in, and everybody does have a very eerie feeling about like um, that, that special back room that they were in because that's where someone was killed. Mm-hmm. so autumn tells them that she notices the stains and they're going to need to uh, paint the walls red because blood stains always bleed back through
1: and how do you know that autumn night
0: <laughs> <laughs> right i don't know she seemed like she had been through a bunch of bullshit though yeah
1: i was like okay girl
0: yeah so i don't know so but then we go back to little murder So he is ready to take advantage of these relaxed restrictions. He wants to go on a tour. So he hits Keyshawn up. And like we just said, she's looking for a way out of the house. Um, But she does decline um, his request to to get back on the road. Um, Also, he owes her money from when she was in the video with him. So there is that. But it does seem like she's thinking about it. And she kind of uses it as a as a means to start to scheme and find ways to to get back out of the house a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she tucks a bunch of her baby's diapers in the diaper genie to make it seem like they're already used, so that it you know she'll run out of diapers sooner. She'll have to run to the store. So she's she's starting to plot. So meanwhile, Andre, he's. Uh, down in the valley now He's arrived in Mississippi So that he can go to his godfather's wake Early before niggas get there um, uh-huh. And Finds out that they need One more pallbearer so they ask him to do it um, He He can't tell nobody no so <laughs> uh-huh, Yeah Like he can never tell Haley no He he just is not good at telling anybody no Except for that wife though unfortunately He'll tell her no quick Hmm. Uh-huh but um he stays down there so now of course the evening is going on of course he sees Haley she comes up you know in in the middle of, in the middle of the night from out of nowhere
1: looking on <laughs> looking so shy
0: I just they're seeing I just hate their their dialogue it's I mean maybe it was that the conversation they had it felt like I should have really gone back and watched a ton of season one to really get it. It just felt very cryptic. Mm. Okay.
1: But at I the was end. Just, yeah, her, I was just like, girl, say anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause it was just like, okay. I had to remember, you know what? He was a part of a group that wanted to get rid of, of the pink. He was trying to come yeah. up off of Low- it. Uh,
1: yes
0: right and um then we actually find out that he got laid off from his job so oh.
1: yep yep, he did he did
0: right so it's like for all of the passion that they shared they are on opposing teams so but i was just like listen y'all gonna have to get a different dialogue going because i'm not that invested in y'all's little you know situation i don't even know what to call it but um from there we go to the next day for the mayor's funeral so he had they had like a lemon lime theme I
1: Hated it i hated it i hated the, the whole line i hated it i'm not
0: surprised uh it does it does seem like something that that you were not gonna go
1: for i hated it
0: <laughs> but it felt very like Southern black to me, you know, they didn't quite have a second line, but you know, it was a very like spirited home going.
1: Uh. <laughs> so. Ghetto. I hated it. Punky ghetto. I hated it. Oh my gosh. It's terrible.
0: But, um, <laughs> because the home going is happening and because it's the mayor, it's actually, um, televised so we see uncle clifford at home with grandma and grandma asks her to come in and like watch the show for her because the grandma is blind mm-hmm. so she asks um if there are specific people there and uncle clifford is like no mookie is not there <laughs> and she's like well you know what that mean mookie back at home making some chitlin so go down to the repast for me <laughs> and get them.
1: And give me some chitterlings. Oh, that just sent me so hard. So,
0: so she uh, uses that as an excuse to get these chitlins. Um, Uncle Clifford gets dressed and goes over there um, to get these chitlins. But before that, we see Miss Mississippi roll up to the dollar store, and we finally see Diamond, aka Premium huh. Drake. <laughs> huh. Looking yellow amazing, bonker. right. It's you know, he's a oh. yellow bone, you know me. <laughs> I normally, you know, don't do all of that, but <laughs> see, Diamond is who Drake thinks he is.
1: Like girl, good- hey, no, <laughs> not Miracle Baby Daddy, bro, no. And I think Drake used to fuck with her. Like Miracle watt I think he used to fuck with her like some years ago.
0: <laughs> well, I feel like on his best day, Drake kind of looks like that, but Diamond is fine every
1: day. He is. He is fine. He is fine.
0: So we see him working hard, protecting um, the dollar store, making sure that no one comes in without a mask. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service, um, and Miss Mississippi. Oh,
1: good <laughs>
0: miss mississippi tried to saunter her ass up there and it's like no bitch you pulled a gun on this man last year and you know of course she immediately kind of goes into a defense mode because she hasn't seen him she hasn't spoken with him and he has to let her know like the only reason that I came at your baby daddy like that is because he called me a gutta nigga called us gutta niggas he was like so I wonder what he called you And she was Mm -hmm. like, he would never say that. And he was like, well, then why do you think I tried to kill him?
1: Exactly.
0: And I'm like, well, why? And for her to say he would never say that. I'm like, girl, come on now.
1: He said it.
0: He definitely said it. And I don't know why you would think otherwise. But of course, at that point now, you know, she's crying. She's going through it. But it's like, yeah, you're not getting up in the store because you don't have a mask number one, <laughs> and number two, right? Like, it's like, no, it's real beef in these streets. Like, you pulled a gun on a man because your abusive boyfriend, you were siding with your abusive boyfriend who also also happens to be racist. So you're gonna have to find somewhere else to go. But so we we cut away from there. We go back, we see Uncle Clifford show up you know in a full-on lime outfit everybody in the town knows uncle clifford so she's able to uh slide that little bowl over (laughs) to the tamuki
1: right right? no lid and nothing just (laughs) return it with one make it enough
0: So um, in the meantime, though, Uncle Clifford is talking to Andre because, of course, nobody's seen him since before the pandemic. And then um, the interim mayor, um, Wayne Kyle, who's one of the the plantation brothers, he rolls up. And essentially, the conversation that everybody is having is about the casino referendum and how everybody's going to be voting on that soon. Um, they're trying to figure out if the interim mayor is going to kind of continue and have the same point of view as the former mayor had. So he's like, oh, I'm still, I still want to do what the old mayor did, which is of course, tear down the pink. But uncle Clifford is like, well, it's going to be put to a vote. So we're going to see how people are going to vote. And Andre is not as invested because he got laid off from the company that was basically pushing to build the casino. So, right. So, it's interesting, but, you know, I think everybody knows that they can't trust the Kyles. At all. Right? So, these Plantation Brothers going to do what they need to do to stay. What did Andre say? Like, are you going to maintain your supremacy?
1: <laughs> oh, he said that, baby. Yeah. I was like, mm. I let out a good hearty, mm, when he said that.
0: <laughs> right. So... You know, I think that's interesting because everybody had a point of view, right? Everybody had their side in season one. And now we're going to see how everybody moves forward um, with this vote coming up. So then after that, Uncle Clifford gets them uh, chitlins, heads back home, doesn't linger. And um, the interim mayor, you know, kind of lets Andre know. He's like, hey, I'm still standing for what you're Godfather wanted to do And we cut away from there And we see Miss Mississippi again Back at home And unfortunately even with this low lighting You know that they used to film You can tell it's been another fight Because she has another black eye uh. So she goes in there uh, You know to see her crying baby And essentially crawls into the crib And kind of tells her You know like a ghetto lullaby But <laughs> You can basically see, like, this is another scene where she's desperately looking for a way out.
1: Well, you had one. So here we are.
0: I know. So um, Andre stays at the mayor's house. And that biracial brother, um, the plantation brother's half brother, shows up. He brings some cash money, says it's a retainer in case the casino referendum goes through. You know, they are trying to get him back on their side. They're trying to make this thing happen. And, um, you know, they're going to do it in the dark and by any means necessary so that these brothers and this family can can make money off of whatever happens next. And Chuckalisa. And I think we get one more scene with Mercedes and Autumn arguing about bringing in more girls. Uh And Mercedes is still not having it. And then um, we see Lil Murda one more time and he gets a text from Keyshawn, Miss Mississippi, saying, let's call it the Dirty Dozen Tour. 12 cities, 12 nights.
1: Your shit together <laughs> and pay her her money now.
0: Right. Pay her, her money. But she's she's ready to go on this tour. I don't know how she's going to make that happen, but she's she's got she's like, all right, I'm in and I got an idea on what to call it So, so yeah, so that was the uh, first episode. So, how did you like it overall?
1: At first, I was like, yeah, but I'm like, it's building. It it has to, you know, set the tone for us. We have to see what's been going on and they have to set the storyline. So, I liked it so far. It's like, (laughs) okay. Now, all right, now. Yes. I, right. The way guys
0: come with it. Right, yes. I I agree. I thought it was I thought it was a good first episode to kind of bring together some things that happened, you know? I mean, we didn't expect the mayor to pass away. Um, you know, so I think they kind of had that typical occurrence in a in a show where somebody dies and so that kind of uh, changes the course of things. Um, but you know, everybody from the previous season for the most part came back and we kind of saw where they were again in this pandemic setting, which I thought was interesting. Um, and I think there's some good things that you can build on from here. Like, what are your predictions? I'm, I'm very interested to see how this, uh, dirty dozen tour goes.
1: Yeah. Um, I kind of don't have any like predictions. Like I just want to see how. It plays
0: out yeah that's fair i think that miss mississippi will eventually leave her racist white baby daddy
1: i really hope so
0: and it's not gonna be to go be with diamond or at least i hope not because
1: he ain't checking for her
0: right bitch you a gun on me um i I hope, I don't know for sure, but I hope that Mercedes is able to get all her money back from her scamming ass mama. I do too. And really- and I'm I'm just interested to see like what more do we not know about Haley, about Autumn Night, you know?
1: I'm so mysterious. Yeah.
0: It was like I don't know, because it obviously wasn't Hurricane Katrina but it really did seem like a hurricane happened and she just like emerged from the waters true and she's just been in the town ever since like and kind of got all, got caught up a little bit with this ex-husband but even that now it's like all right even more mysterious past <laughs> so so i don't know but i think it'll be interesting i just hope that everything goes in you know uh, um An entertaining direction, you know, I I can't imagine them really coming up short. I already love how they were able to seemingly get things done even through a pandemic, you know, because there was there were a lot of masks. They definitely didn't try to create a world that was not reflective of what was happening in real life. So that to me would hope that there will be the storyline will be grounded somewhat, you know, in reality. And it's some real shit going on. So, So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, they'll just keep it entertaining. um, Keep developing these characters and give us a good storyline.
1: We shall see. I'm excited.
0: Yes. It's been a long time coming. So, (laughs) welcome back to P-Valley. We'll be tuned in, giving y'all a rundown every week. And, yeah, until next time. You take care. We'll be back.
1: All right. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this P Valley Review, y'all. Remember, it's Chuckalisa yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We'll catch you next time down
1: at the Pink.